Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational 80 Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest, but let's give a shout out to our podcast partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, the Florida Coaches Coalition, and We Coach. These are four great organizations. You've heard me talk about them before. You need to add them to your network. And now don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes as we give our shout outs to our sponsors. These are companies that I all used, uh, that I used all of them as a coach and as an AD. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to thank Home Campus for their support. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for the podcast. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just great. And the Home Campus staff was great, too. To find out more, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com, start creating custom content for your school social media channel in seconds. Home Campus is going to help you celebrate your athletes and promote your teams. It's trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. And their staff will help you create professional-grade graphic designs to help celebrate your teams and your programs. Go to Gipper.com, mention you heard it on the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to SnapRaise.com. You're going to find an entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. There's Snap Raise, of course, but there's also Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect. Check them all out at SnapRaise.com. We also want to say thank you to Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their tables and their boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Check them out today at sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com, change the way you see the game. Whether you're a coach or an athletic director, Huddle is going to provide you with the tools that you need to help your athletes perform at the highest level. It's going to be a complete solution, and you'll find it at Huddle.com, where we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is actually an interactive touchscreen video console that's going to highlight your school's top performers, both past and present. Also recognize your very best athletes, students, and role models. Go to VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. You'll get a nice discount. That's VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. We also want to thank District 1. Go to District 1. That's W-O-N. And you're going to feel like you've won when you check out their custom uniforms, their on-time delivery, and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You'll never have to order a full set when you just need one or two replacements. Go to district1.com. Check them out today. Click on the Team Gear button. Get your free quote. District1.com. 
And we want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're not only going to help you set up and sell your tickets online, but every step of the way, you'll have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic Surveys is a quick and easy way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your whole program. ADs usually only hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. And that's really only about 2%. Athletic Surveys is going to connect you with that 2% and the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent, your principal, or school board member. Go to athleticsurveys.com right now. Let them show you how they can set up a custom survey for your school. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another segment of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We've got uh, a good friend, a friend of the show, uh, one of my favorites, Melanie Red. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, Melanie is a professional strength coach. She works with a number of high school programs uh, in Ohio, uh, probably most notably Chaminade Julian High School. Very successful program. Also does some individual coaching. But uh, uh, Melanie's uh, been with our Wednesday Wisdom team for a while. Always a pleasure to spend some time with you. Uh, Melanie, welcome back. And what do you have for our listeners this week on Wednesday Wisdom? Hi, Jake. Thank you for having me. Um, for you to say I'm one of your favorites, that actually is uh, quite an honor. So if you say that to everybody, I don't want to know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, today, um, what I really wanted to talk about just because of the time of year with it being summer, um, you know, fall teams and some and some winter teams across the country are in full swing for their training and practices um, and whatnot. And um, some colleagues and my and I discuss the this aspect of um, summer conditioning quite a bit. Right. I think as strength coaches, the word conditioning is in our title. Um, but I I think we talk a lot more about strength then we actually do, you know, talk about conditioning. And it seems like every summer we hear about, and, and maybe it's just a few, but in my opinion, a few is too many, but we hear about kids dropping dead on fields during their conditioning sessions. And um, what we know is that this is completely preventable um, and often stems from, um, kids doing too much too soon. Um, so what I wanted to just kind of talk today just about like some simple steps that coaches can take to ensure that their kids are safely conditioning um, and getting what they need in terms of acclimation, um, especially in those states where, you know, it the weather gets really hot. In Ohio, it gets really hot. June has been very mild for us. It's only in the 70s right now. Um, sure, we're going to get slammed with some, you know, 90 degree plus days uh, in July. So, you know, this is applicable to anybody, but definitely in those states where the weather tends to get really hot and you still got to get 
practices and conditioning in, I think this is an important, um, you know, safety reminder. So generally, if you've got a team and you're the coach and they're, you're just now starting this week, let's say, um, what you want to assume is that these kids are under conditioned, underfed and underhydrated, right? The majority of kids are coming in in that state, even if they appear to be very athletic. So we want to assume the worst and operate accordingly, right? So of course we want to um, address and educate on hydration and fuel. Um, we want to make sure that they have water sources with them at their practices at all times, and that there are plenty of water breaks, of course. Um, but as coaches are designing their conditioning programs, we want to take, you want to take that into account, the, the starting point and the worst case scenario starting point, not where we want to be. Right. Um, so I think that alone would kind of make a lot of coaches pause and say, okay, we can't do this thing that I had planned today. We can't do this, you know, one mile run and, and, you know, the, the running, the bleachers and hill sprints and, you know, things like that until they puke on day one. Um, because we have to assume that these kids have been sitting around for a while, not doing anything, which may or may not be the case. The flip side of that is you've got kids who are doing way too much and probably also need to not have too extreme, um, you know, of, of a conditioning regimen to start out with. So the other thing um, that I want to caution coaches about is to know who your asthmatics are, um, seeing a lot more of that and daily asking and checking for inhalers, because if those are not on site, that kid is very limited as to what they can do, especially when the temperatures rise. Um, and then I kind of touched on this in the first bullet point, but just doing less than you think you need to do on day one. I recommend whether it's conditioning, sprint work, um, agility work, strength training. I always leave a little more in the tank than I think the kids need because the time that they spend with us is not the only thing that they're doing that day, right? So there are other energy demands throughout the day. So always do less, especially in the beginning than you think they need um, and leave a little bit in the tank. I recommend focusing on speed training first versus conditioning because you're going to get some element of conditioning out of your speed training. When we do speed training, we're keeping the distances short. Um, you know, after a really great warm up, we're working our way up to 100% effort, but we're also allowing a 100% recovery in between those bouts of sprints, right? Now, over time, you can lengthen the distance and you can shorten the recovery. And as you do that, then you're probably getting a little closer to, or much closer to, the work to rest ratio of that particular sport, right? So soccer work rest ratios are a lot different than football work rest ratios. Um, keeping those in mind and trying to get to, you know, those work rest ratios, I think is a pretty good metric. There are some nuances there that I'm not going to get into today because it's obviously that's going like really deep into the science, but just kind of like keeping that in mind is really like a good way to frame the safety of, you know, your conditioning practices. Um, 
regular water breaks. I think I just touched on that. Also, coaches do need to watch for signs of heat illness. And I think most of us take that course is is rec, um, required for most states um, in order to get, you know, even a, as an assistant coach, you have to have certain requirements, um, you know, and heat illness, I think is the, besides CPR, is one that coaches really need to take that seriously. I mean, I know a lot of us, and I've been guilty of it before, where like, I know the material. So I just like hit play on the video. And then I go and take the test because I've done it so many times, because I've been coaching for so many years. But as a head coach, make sure your assistants know that, you know, there are signs of heat illness. Um, the color of the skin can change. Although with dark skinned people, that may or may not look any different. Right. Um, there is a difference between being out of breath and having labored breathing. Um, there's a difference in how an asthmatic breathes and how somebody who's not an asthmatic breathes. And it is really important to know these things and to be watching for these signs. You want to have a better safe than sorry attitude and to watch for these signs. Um, also, a sudden lack of coordination or a kid who just suddenly seems flaky, which, which as a coach, you may be like, that kid's just totally flaking out on me. But what if he's not actually flaky? What if he's he's disoriented or she's disoriented because there's too much, too soon, and it's too hot, right? So these are the things. And this is where I think people like me and my colleagues are really asking for coaches to keep their egos in check. Um, you know, there is an old school thought process that still exists, or we got to build mental toughness. So you got to run until you puke. And, you know, that's actually not productive. There has to be other ways to build mental toughness, right? And so when I'm designing um, conditioning programs or strength programs or speed programs, I'm asking myself, do I just want to do something that these kids can tolerate? Or do we want to provide something that's going to make them thrive in their sport, right? Tolerate and thrive are two totally different things. Because while 90% of your kids may be able to tolerate these extreme conditioning programs, there could be 1% to 10% that cannot tolerate it. And, and you really do have to operate on the percentage of kids who cannot tolerate it when it comes to your conditioning program. Um, and so I'm not trying to say, you know, I know a lot of coaches like might think this is a soft approach is a word I'm not really like a big fan of as it pertains to sports anyway. Don't, I don't think that word really has any place, but that's another podcast. Um, there's just other ways that you can build that mental toughness. There's actually other ways besides long duration running that you can build, um, endurance and, and get a conditioning aspect, right? So one of those ways is through drills and practice, um, that are game-like, right? You, there is a, if you're, practice is well organized and you don't have kids standing around for long periods of time and you're on a really great schedule and you stick to your schedule, that is very much conditioning. Um, and for some sports, that may be all the conditioning you need. It depends on the sport. Um, strength training can have a conditioning component to it. So it's not going to be the exact same energy system. No, um, but there are things you can do within your strength training um, 
programs. There are days that you can set aside where, you know, you're kind of moving through that lift a little quicker. You're organizing it. So you're alternating muscle groups. So you're not requiring a lot of rest in between um, exercises and just kind of, you know, like I call it like get in, knock it out, get out. Right. Um, there is a conditioning element to that. And I'm not saying we're not going to do any conditioning specific stuff on the field, but think about the accumulative week, not just the day, but the right. accumulative week, right? What are we accomplishing in a week? Do we really have to run miles and miles and miles today? No, we absolutely do not have to do that. Um, there's some other um, resources though that um, coaches can use in terms of conditioning. First of all, there are people like me who are approachable one just for advice. Some of us are selling actual programs, whether it's strength, conditioning, speed, you know, whatever. Um, but also schools have athletic trainers that I guarantee you have opinions, professional opinions on how each sports conditioning should be done. No one ever asks them. So ask your athletic trainers. If you have access to an athletic training staff at your school, they will have specific suggestions nine times out of 10 on even just like cautionary things to look out for. And if they're on campus, I think a coach that has a good relationship with an athletic trainer and isn't looking at them like someone who's just trying to pull kids out of, you know, out of the game or out of the practice, um, that's actually not what athletic trainers want to do at all. Um, ask them for their opinion and for some guidance there. And if they don't have specifics, chances are, chances are they know someone like me, um, you know, who can give some guidance in that, in that degree. Um, and love to plug myself, but there is a specific program right now that I have nothing to do with that's run by, um, two people that I connected with a while ago on Twitter. And the name of the program is called, um, the coaches conditioning project. It's actually a really cool 12 week program. And it's not just to learn how to get your athletes conditioned, but it's actually a conditioning program that coaches themselves can participate in for their own health and fitness, but also gives them like skin in the game. Um, so it's a 12 week program provides support and resources to improve a coach's own fitness and knowledge of conditioning principles. Um, it's on Twitter. It's called the coaches conditioning project. Missy Mitchell Macbeth and Tim Kettenring are, um, I hope I said his last name correctly. They are both, um, strength coaches, strength and conditioning coaches who have like created this cohort. And, um, I think it's really cool. Um, I personally haven't joined it yet because I, uh, tore my MCL back in March snowboarding. So <laughs> I was like, Oh, maybe I'll wait on the conditioning part because I don't want to like buy it and not, you know, participate in it. So once I'm rehab, have to do that, I will actually be going through that cohort myself. Um, coaches who would like to do something like that. And you could probably speak more to this, Jake, but there, sometimes these resources do have a cost. And, um, I think personally, it's something coaches should ask athletic directors if there's budget for, and if there's not, is this something you can fundraise for? Um, or, you know, sometimes just if it's allowable at that particular school, ask parents. 
like, Hey, it costs this much money. There's 50 of you. <laughs> can you donate 10 bucks so we can get educated on how to safely, um, you know, get these kids conditioned. So one, we don't lose anybody. And two, you know, first of all, we don't want to lose people permanently, but conditioning is one of the things also that potentially weeds out kids from playing the sport altogether. Right. So, you know, my whole thing is with extreme conditioning practices is I just don't think that we're in the business to make kids hate us or to hate the sport. There's a way to get kids to do what you want them to do, to work really hard, to have grit without, you know, these extreme practices anymore. And I think, you know, now that we know, we just have to do a really, a really good job of respecting um, the demands and what's, you know, feasible physically for kids in the moment um, and worked, you know, towards a better way to more safely getting kids conditioned. So that's it. That's all I got for today. Oh, well, that's great. And uh, again, I, I love the theme of it's not so much working harder, it's working smarter. Yeah. Uh, because you know this, you know, whether it's in the weight room or out on the field or the track, you're going to reach that point of diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. And that's when injuries and, and yep. overuse syndrome begin to uh, come exactly. into play. We want to keep the kids healthy. Great, great right. stuff. Um, yeah, thank you. Always, always great spending time with you. Um, you gave out the... Um, uh, the name of the conditioning program. Uh, and that's great. Thank you. I'm more You're concerned welcome. with our listeners getting connected with you. So yeah. if they want to uh, reach out, find out more about how you run your programs. Yeah. And again, uh, for new listeners, Melanie works with a number of high schools uh, in the Ohio area, very successful, um, you know, very much sought after. Uh, okay. If you want to reach out, how can they get a hold of Melanie Red? Um, I am on Facebook as Melanie Red. Um, I am on Twitter as I think if you just type in Melanie Red or it might be no, it's Coach Mel, um, Coach underscore Mel on Twitter. Um, email address is Melanie at mrperformancetraining.com. Um, super easy to find. Um, and and I do also have um, a platform platform for um, strength speed, um, reducing injuries, conditioning, and um, have worked with teams, coaches all over the country. Um, obviously, my heart is in my own personal, you know, interactions with teams and coaches. But, you know, the I, I think it's important to promote that. And like I said, that's why I wanted to promote Tim and Missy today, because they have a conditioning specific one. Um, mine is a little more, you know, all encompassing. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's anybody out there that's really just like looking at a weight room or a field and you're just like, you have no idea where to start. There are people like me um, who can help guide you and provide a lot of handholding and assistance. And um, the cool thing about that is um, like my platform is not necessarily designed to need every single year. Like once you get it, and you, okay, this clicks. I understand now, you know, why she thinks we should do this and not this. And then I've had people use it for a year and then feel like, okay, we're good. And then maybe they circle back around to me as their needs, you know, change the roster changes, the kids change. Um, but yeah, so that's how you can get a hold of me. My, um, my platform is just called the performance pack. 
Um, so it's, like I said, it's just kind of like a, it's a comprehensive, it's pretty much everything. Yeah. Well, again, we appreciate you sharing with our listeners Absolutely. and, uh, all the best moving forward. Try to take some time off this summer, you know, uh, get a little more downtime, get that, yep. uh, MCL taken care of. And then, uh, yes. we'll it's see close. you back in the way. It's room. very, it's very close to completely recovered. Um, and at first I was gauging my progress against our kids, like when they have similar injuries. And then I like remembered that I'm 49, not 17. <laughs> so I was getting a little frustrated. And then my husband's like, you do know you're not going to recover at the same rate as like, but I'm doing all the things right. You know, so that was kind of frustrating, but what do whatever. we tell our kids? Don't compare yourself to somebody else. All exactly. right. Exactly. So Especially you follow when your you're own... an old lady, don't compare yourself to a teenager. <laughs> follow your own advice. <laughs> exactly. Melanie Red, always great to spend time with you. Uh, and again, all the best. Uh, uh, Thank thanks you. again for sharing. Thanks. All the best to you too, Jake. I appreciate you. For our listeners, we do this every single week, uh, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Come back next Wednesday for more Wednesday wisdom and just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Before we go, we do want to acknowledge our sponsors one more time. Home Campus, it's your one-stop shop for school athletics, student athlete eligibility, uh, scheduling, uh, budget, you name it, homecampus.com. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack. If you're not taking uh, a survey of your parents and your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them create a custom survey for you and your program. Uh, District 1, custom uniforms, uh, one-at-a-time replacements. You're not going to find that with other uniform companies. Go to district1.com. Uh, Huddle, uh, as a football coach, as an AD, Huddle has served me very, very well, and it will be the same for you. Go to huddle.com to get started. Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards, probably the single best purchase I ever made as an AD was our Sideline Interactive Indoor Scoring Table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com for more information. Snap Mobile is the company. Snap Raise is the website. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms. Vital Signs Wall of Fame, they've got a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Whether it's uh, um, your school's Hall of Fame, uh, all the record boards for every single one of your teams, or just to tell more compelling stories. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. Uh, Gipper, go to gipper.com. Again, mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount. Start creating custom content for your school's social media channel. And Hometown Ticketing. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online for all your events. Thanks again for listening to this episode of Wednesday Wisdom. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast.